<laughs> Hello, everybody, and Hello. welcome back to Many Stories, Many Games, the podcast where there is always another story to be told and another game to be played. I am Crest. I am game master and primary producer of this lovely podcast. I'd plug social, but Twitter is currently, or I guess X, I should say, at the time of this recording, is currently a burning dumpster fire. So, um, but you can find me on Pillowfort at the word Crest. And with me are my lovely players. Since two of them don't have socials, I think we'll just do Jen. Hi, just Jen here. You can find me on Twitter, although it sounds like it's a dumpster fire right now. I haven't checked it lately. <laughs> um, you can really also bad. find me on uh, here on the uh, Choices campaign. And anything else D&D basically do so far? Um, and... Well, they may not have socials, they still get intros. Mib. Alright, people call me Mib. Non-binary they them sort of human-shaped thing. And I have been playing role-playing games for way too long, so... But I haven't played this one yet. And Alexiel. Hi, I am Alexiel. I have shown up a few times for a lot of Pokemon-esque things. Yes, you have. Okay, with that said... We are playing Shatterkin, which is a Forged in the Dark game with Pokemon or Digimon, depending on how you want to look at it. Or just friendly monsters. That fit into the Mon category of things. Which is why Alexiel is here. Okay. And you've already listened to our session of Zero. We settled who's role-playing who's Shatterkin off-air because boring radio. So let's restart. <clears throat> so we start in, in the town of Fernwood, flying through the various districts and buildings as we reach the suburbs. Zooming in on one particular backyard, we see the base of our heroes. Please describe it for us. It's a tree out, as I recall. Oh, right. We did have, we did decide on a tree house, I think. I can't actually remember off the top of my head. I'm not doing great today. But, uh, did we have a whole fort up in the tree? Yeah, it was basically a really nice tree fort that our parents helped make. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, and has, has a little elevator that we can put like our little friends inside so oh, that we can bring them one. up. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah, the elevator. Yeah, we have to, you know, like crank it up, but it was really good. Because, yeah, we need to be able to peek, bring friends up and stuff up and all of that. Not everybody can climb. So that was great fun, and it's nice, nice and roomy inside. I mean, we, it's a very big tree, and a very big tree, tree fort. Okay, now then, Jen, what does your character look like? She is got uh, blonde hair. She's little. She's not very tall and very skinny, and she just looks like she's just this adorable, sweet little person. And what with, does your... uh, blue eyes? So. Yeah. What does your Shatterkin look like? My Shatterkin is uh, Blossom, who is a, a purple little bear that, when she gets mad, does lightning damage. Alexa, what is Blossom up to? Uh, probably hugging. Uh, I already forget Jen's character's name. Whoops. I don't think she said it. Apricot. Sorry, forgot to say her name. Yep, Apricot. Okay. Probably hugging Apricot's, like, armor leg. And I'm not now. Alexia, what does your character look like? Uh, it is, uh, 
my character's name is Onyx. Uh, he's got very dark, dark hair. Um, uh, bright. I want to say green eyes. Kind of, but he's kind of like always kind of closed off. Maybe sometimes in his own head. Okay, and what does your your Shatterkin look like? Uh, is a little, little uh ice, ice little worm ish thing. Uh, I mean for for anybody who knows Pokemon, it looks like a snom. Uh, so there's like little, like a little ice shell, like kind of guarding it. Okay. Uh, like a little bit, a little bit of a butt-looking face, but it it <laughs> a lot. Okay. <laughs> Uh, Mim, what is Snowy up to? What's Snowy up to? Yes. Um, most likely, quite literally, just chilling out. <laughs> uh, I, I expect it's just found a nice, uh, as a nice comfortable corner, uh, you know, in the corner with some stuff around, so it's decently dark there, it's always in shade. And it's just kind of like curled up and taking a cat nap at the moment. Okay. And on that note, Mib, please describe your character for us. Ah, uh, character, uh, dark skin, very uh, big, frizzy hair. Um, you know, at least slender build. Um, you know, ever, ever so. Just a tiny little bit of excessively hyper, always kind of fidgeting. Um, thinks their inside voice is what other people would call a too loud outside voice. And it's gen generally kind of happy, happy go lucky, and excited about everything. Okay, now describe your Shatterkin for us. Ah, Shatterkin. Uh, uh, I call them Ultrazar. I don't know if that what their name is supposed to be, but I call them that because, well, they're ultra, they're cool. Uh, they kind of generally resemble a Komodo dragon, but they're sort of a, a deep hunter green uh, sort of color instead. And they have a, a more slender build, not quite as baggy or, you know, baggy skinned or bulky looking. And... But yeah, Ultra Dark and um you know, like like rest like you know, it's like you know, it's either, you know, resting or super active. There's never any kind of calm in between. And on that note, Jen, what is is a Mib Shatterkin up to? Uh probably found a tree branch that's inside of our tree fort and is currently laying up there just basking in probably a heat lamp that we've put up so that it can stay warm whenever it wants to. Excellent. So, a typical morning, all things considered. And then the trap door of your treehouse opens, and in enters someone you all recognize. Their name is Jeff. Please describe Jeff for us. All of you can contribute to this. Wait, what? I'm having you help me design a PC, a NPC character. So, a kid named Jeff just entered. What do you think they look like? He uh, is taller than me, for sure. Okay, that's one. Uh, round glasses. Two. Alexiel? Uh, probably, definitely, uh, more on the extrovert side. 
Well, I'm going to be getting to his personality. I meant physical traits. Uh, oh, um... Let's say blonde. Okay. So this blonde on hair, air, 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 glasses-wearing kid comes in, and glasses are appropriate for them, where you see Jeff is the leader of a small group of very tech-inclined kids that have kind of sprung up with the surgeons of the syndicates. Syndicates being the strange... Businesses? Companies? You don't know what to call them, really. But they've appeared a lot since the appearance of the Shatterkin. Um, and for our audience, you can compare Japanese group to the resistance from Pokemon Coliseum. If you know what that means. Now, this might be a little worrying, considering their activities could be, uh... Morally worrisome? gray? Morally gray and worrisome, yes. But this is not Earth as we know it, and since the Shatterkin's arrival... In true cartoon adventure fashion, factions have been popping up. Case in point, the said syndicates. Okay, how do you guys describe them? So, he comes in, reaches into his, um, the pocket of his overalls, and pulls out a small laptop, and he opens it up, and he says, Red Orbit is up something. Oh, ah, um, what uh, are uh, they uh, doing uh, now? Okay, Jeff. Um, hi, how are you? You know, things like that. Now, let's just, you know, get, get down to what's important. Okay. <laughs> He blinks. Yeah, what are they up to now? And then he presses a button, then he shows a program with weird wavy signals on it, and he says, We've been picking up weird signals, and he shows a time frame that coincides with what's with an incident last week where some buffalo like Shatterkin suddenly went wild. Hmm. It might be a coincidence, but we need to be sure. Hmm. Well, those signals look weird. They're all just like random squiggly lines. I can't make out any letters at all. Very weird. <laughs> Jeff kind of gives you a dirty look. Well, what what do you suggest we do? Should we go and break in and figure out what's going on? Or do you have another way to hack into their system? Well, you guys are good at sneaking. Remember the incident last Remember that incident a few weeks ago? And why don't you just come up with a new little incident real quick for me? I thought we agreed to not talk about the noodle incident. <laughs> Jeff just gives you a look. It was awesome, though. Jeff gives you a look but... and said, it shows you guys are awesome. And it proves why you're the right people to come for this. Well, sneaking, I mean, of course I am. Sneaking in is ideal, and he reaches into the pocket of his overalls, which, how big is those pockets? Who knows? They're pockets. They're large and they're wonderful. And he pulls out a little PDA, and he says, Here, once you find um, a console, uh, you, it'll download the data for you. You just have to place it on top of it. And I wrote up a little program that should get you past electronic locks twice. Any more than that is pushing it, but I don't really know what else can be done. Do you take the PDA? Okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll pocket the PDA. I'm, I'm wearing a hoodie. Okay. We just uh, put this on, on top of, 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 of their, their Nintendo console. We don't even have to plug it in? Nope. Wow, that's a fucking weird looking cell phone. It's a PDA. But okay. Um, PDA. Okay. And on that note, Jeff takes it, takes it apart and... Uh, we start with our first thing, the urgency roll. Hold on a second while I look it up in the rules real quick. Fair warning, this is our first time playing Shatterkin, and if you've been here for the Hello World one-shot, you know I'm somewhat familiar with Forge in the Dark, but it's still 
something I'm adjusting to. Okay, let's see. Play cycle. I believe that's what we're looking for. Yeah. We are, we will fumble the bag. Yes. There, there will be some bag fumbling. Crisis phase. Yeah. Rather than a typical engagement, the urgency rolled ah, here determined what stage the crisis is already at. When yeah. determining the urgency of the crisis, the GM will make an urgency roll. The GM rolls one die plus one die per point of vigilance that the players have accrued on their friend sheet. Okay, let me look at your friend sheet because we are playing on the roll of ETT today. Let's see, friend sheet. Ah. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure if we have starting vigilance because it would be whatever the fault to start at is. We do not, but you know what? I am a generous DM, GM, or at least I like to think I am. And because of how Jeff brought this to you, I'll say you have one die on the friendship meter. So I'm going to roll two d6 for you. Yeah. Yay. <laughs> that's a five and a three. And since we go with the highest, that's a five. So, imminent crisis. The danger is clear, but it has not yet caused any harm. The gym heart should act quickly to intercept and deal with it. If an imminent crisis is ignored for too long, it becomes an active crisis. Okay, here's the problem. You guys don't know what it is you're looking for. So it's time to gather info. Okay. I'm ready. Order five. Hey, man, hey, man. Danger. One second. Would Sorry. we know where their headquarters are? That's we what... need to find uh, that out. They do have a headquarters, but you guys think that this might be because of how they've been working. It's not uncommon for them to have set up a base elsewhere outside of headquarters. One second, while I now I need to look up. Uh, okay. Ah, here we go. Gather info. Before the gym hearts charge headlong into the midst of a crisis, they may choose to gather info, becoming better prepared to deal with the threat. Each player is allowed to gather information and ask one or more questions about the crisis as a group. The party's vigilance score determines another question they may ask. When the players gather information, the GM will ask how your character gathered the info, or how they might have already known the answer to the question. If it's common knowledge, the GM will simply answer your questions. If there's an obstacle to discovery of the answer, an action roll is called for. If it's not common knowledge but there's no obstacle, a simple fortune roll determines the quality of information you gather. Each attempt to gather information takes time. The more urgent a crisis, the less time the gym hearts have to do with such results. When gathering info for an imminent crisis, each player may only ask one question. Okay, so we'll start with, uh, we'll start with Jen. What is your question? I want to know where the base is. Okay. The new base. Okay. Jen wants to know where the base is. Okay, what sort of role would this be? Or, yeah, this is... Would I be searching for it or something one, like that? One second, uh, I'm looking up roles right now. Do, 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 game, monster, no, no, uh. Dungeon calls, giant trolls, wall giants, action roll. Fortune roll, resistance roll. Yeah, this is a search roll. Or, oh okay. wait. Okay. Mm. Search or notice all either or. A search or what? Notice. Notice? I actually have a dice in notice, so I would go for rolling that. So, since you have a dodge. Or a plus one, I should say. Yes. I guess I get a plus one. Yeah, so you get two rolls to die. 
2d6. Okay. Do 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 dice roller. Whoa, that was weird. One, two. Cool. Okay. So roll. Whoops. What is it doing? Now it's changing it to like six dice. Being weird. Let me. Hmm. Let me just get out of that and try doing it manual. Why is it being weird? Because I don't see it You rolling. don't have to roll on roll if you don't want to. If you have regular dice, you can just roll those. That's what I'm doing. That's what I plan on yeah. doing. Yeah, it's being weird. Okay, there. Is that means I got a two and a six then for both my dice? Let me take a look at the... I think I figured oh. out how to use it. I think you take the highest total. You yeah. roll two the highest dice. Is that how blades works? Hmm. Yep. You roll yes to many d6 and you take the highest. Okay, and you got a six. So yes, you did that right. Okay. Okay. You find. Hold on one second while I put up the map of Fernwood for you all. Sorry, I know it's the quality is terrible. Oh, no, wait, no, not the map of Fernwood. We need the world map. The way. You guys learn that... Oops. Sorry. Uh, if I could draw it, I would. But, um... If you zoom in... At least you should... I hope you guys can zoom in. Oh, wait, there is a drawing tool. The way. Okay. Wait, where is this happening? Unroll the TT. Where have you guys store your character sheets? App.playroll.com? Yes. Oh, I completely forgot that that was a thing. You're fine. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Somewhere. Okay, I, I found, the, found the control. If I can zoom it. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Somewhere on the campgrounds in the forest nearby, a mysterious blocky gray tower has materialized out of nowhere. Oh. I wonder, do you guys think it's that? And um, I'll give it. you this for free. The Red Orbit logo has been sighted above the front door. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah, mm. I think that's it, guys. Okay, so Jen finds that out. Uh, she rolls six and gets it. Okay. Mib, what is your question? Uh-huh. Well, um... I want to figure out what the best way in here is. Yeah. Like, look, 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 uh, you know, are, is there is there a back or side door? Or is there guard patrol? Uh, I want to case the joint. That basically. sounds like notice for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, wow. That, that really plays into my wrong, wrong of dishonesty. But that sounds like a notice of which I have a one in, so I guess it's just one d six. No, it's two d six. Okay. At least if I'm understanding it right. Uh, yeah, I think I if it's got a zero, means you only roll one. Yeah. And if you have a one, you get to roll two dice. Yes. I think that's what I'm understanding. That's too. what I'm understanding yeah. too. Okay. No, no, with normal Forge in the Dark, it might be different in this one, I guess. In normal Forge in the Dark, you just roll dice equal to your rating. 
Yeah. Well, that makes no sense if you need to roll a prowl and you don't have any dice yeah. in prowl. No, but fortunately, if you have a zero, it's a uh, roll roll with roll with disadvantage of so 2d6 keeps low. Oh. Instead, oh. instead of, uh, well, you know. We'll just roll it like yeah. that because I like it better. And fun beats oh, yeah. rolls. Go ahead, Ned. Uh, uh, now working on figuring out how the dice roller works. So I don't know how to play this roll. You can just roll. God damn it! Double one. Wow. So I managed to successfully find that there's a red orbit logo. Now. Although gather information, it is always successful to an extent, just, you know, poorly. As it's fortune roll, it's not a pass-fail, it's a how good is it. So. This building only has one window. It's in the backyard and looks over it and it looks into a break room. Oh. Oh, right. boy. <laughs> and, it, and, and it's probably not even at ground level, is it? It is at ground level, actually. Uh, okay. But, well, no, there's that. That That's definitely why it's going to be hard to case the joint, because, you know, try and go around back to take a look, and no, no, there's a bunch of people in the break room. They can see me. Can't, must hide. <laughs> Alexia, what is your question? Um... I'm I'm concerned as to like what they're doing that could be causing the Shatterkin to go like barrel. Mm. Like the wild Shatterkin. So I guess I guess what's affecting the wild Shatterkin? This sounds like sir oh wait. Hmm. Analyze. Analyze? Uh okay. I don't have dice and analyze. So just one d6 then. Two. That's that's a two. There's a big silvery antenna on top of this boxy building. Maybe that's the source of the evil. Hmm. Uh. Antenna though. I mean, that's not entirely useless uh, information, just not very helpful. But if you think the antenna's behind it, so it's probably some kind of weird signal. I think Jeff was right. They're using some kind of weird signal to do weird signaly stuff. Okay, and with that, uh, our... Uh, gather info phase is complete. Onward to the engagement roll. And one second while I look that up. Do 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 do. Play cycle. Boop. Boop. Where is it? Crisis phase. Generation. Urgency. Location. Gather info. Engagement. Uh, the engagement roll is a fortune roll, starting with 1D for shared luck. Modify the dice pool for any major advantages or disadvantages that apply. One die at the party spends a point of vigilance. One die if the GM has rolled a critical on the urgency roll. One die if any friends or contacts provide aid or insight from a crisis, I'll give you that. One die if the party's friendship is solid, age or 10 on the friendship meter. Uh. No, I'm gonna say no on that. Okay. Uh, so that's two so far. Okay. Minus a die if I rolled a 1, 2, 3 on the urgency roll. I did not. One die. Minus one die at the urgency level of 9 through crisis. No. 
one die if enemies are rivaled or interfering with the crisis, they are not. Uh, one die the party friendship is fragile. I know you only have one on the friendship meter, but I get the feeling we filled that out wrong, so I'm going to say no to that. So, 2d6. Okay. Five. Risky position. So, risky position, huh? Yeah. Okay. So, um, yeah, you guys tell me, but you guys, how are you guys going to start? Um, probably trying to sneak up on the place without getting noticed by anybody. So I assume that's something like prowl or something like that. Well, you could sneak up, sneak up, yeah, but how are we actually going to get in is the real question. We have to find a door, but I think if we go around the place, we can maybe find a door. Oh, all I, all I was able to find when I went looking all around is there's the main door in the front, and there's like a window in the back. It's some kind of like, uh, like a cafeteria lunchroom that you could see in there. I hope they didn't see me. But they didn't seem to have any other doors, just that front one. Well, maybe we can sneak through it. Unless you want to try and fight our way in. <laughs> I don't think we should fight our way in. No. Mm-hmm. I think we should sneak in. Maybe, should we wear a disguise? Who's gonna believe that we're red orbit workers? I know. Uh, we tried. I we tried. The, we tried. You know, sitting on everyone's shoulder to wear like a trench coat at the movies, and that didn't work. It never I does. Know. It I, never I, does. I, I, we we've already seen Bloodfest one, two, and three. Why wouldn't they let us see four? I was drinking, Mib. Oh! <laughs> yeah, are you fine with Destiny Crest? <laughs> we lose points for killing the DM, right? <laughs> oh no, I think that's how we win in RPGs. <laughs> if we get to kill the DM or make them make, make them give up or, or leave in disgust, we win. <laughs> but, um... But no, that doesn't really work. Um, I think we should sneak in. I'm sure we could sneak through that front door for very sneaky and quiet. Okay. Either that or we could go through the back window. What do you vote? Well, first, is the front door locked? <laughs> no, it's one of those, uh, it's one of those it, autom- it automatically opens. Uh, but before we do that, I feel like we should do this. Um, <clears throat> the first evolution. Included in engagement role is the first evolution your Shatterkin will go through each crisis. During the engagement role, your Shatterkin evolve from their docile forms to their combat forms, from Bird to Avir or Yeet to Isrix. This does not require a felt evolution drive. It happens automatically as the crisis begins. The players should go through the evolution process, making sure that... They put the correct evolution card into play and chosen their evolution traits, including for taking damage if you chose a light or heavy evolution weight. 
If the engagement roll outcome started, the PCs with some gems filled in on their evolution drive. That's great. They're on their way to the next evolution. Um, okay, so let's see. One by one. Oh, <coughs> uh, and hold on. Da -da 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 -da. Uh, ah, a pale yellow crystal covers Jen's creep, uh, Shatterkin, a pale blue one um, for Luxiel's, and a brown for Bibs, and it shatters. What do their combat forms look like? We'll start with Jen. Uh, she gets bigger and, and spikier fur, and you can see the electricity start to crackle in her eyes and in her mouth. Good enough. Alexio. Uh, I think... Mm, I think it's on the on the edge of, like, the what were, like, kind of, like, nubs around his icy shell kind of are now more, like, icicles. They're pointed. And he's probably a little bigger. Not much, but definitely a little bigger, and there are definitely a lot more sharp things. Okay, and mid. Hmm. Um, likely, I mean, uh, definitely it's bigger, longer, um, you know, the claws definitely getting, like, bigger and sharper, the teeth getting longer, uh, probably shifting more to a, like, even darker green with, uh, streaks of a dark gray through them, and eyes definitely turn red. Okay. Alright, so it sounds like you guys are just gonna go through the front door. Are you sneaking, or are you acting like you're going supposed to be there? Sneaking. Uh Sneaky. could. I, I, I have an idea to kind of bluff all there, but we can always try sneaking first. Yeah. Yeah, this is Prowl. So each of you will Prowl. Uh, I actually have dice in Prowl. So do I just roll the one dice, or do I roll two? How many dots do you have in it? I have I have a one dice in Prowl. I have a one. Okay, then you roll two d6 because if you have one dot, then that's two. Okay. We're just taking whatever the number is plus one for this game. So, are we making are we doing this as like a group roll? Although I don't know if Shadowkin does group rolls. I'm looking that up right now. Actually, I'm trying to figure out if he does group rolls. But I don't think so. I got a two. I got a six. Yay. Oh wait, control F is a thing. Hmm? One second. Oh! Great action! One second while I look up grip actions. Ah, grip actions! Then it's going to take teamwork to accomplish your goals. One of the ways you can try teamwork is to lead a group action. Character who's involved makes an action roll using the same action, and the team counts a single best result as the overall effort for everyone else who rolled. However, the character leading the group actions might exhaust trust for those who don't roll so well, depending on the current state of your friendship meter. Okay, um. Yeah. Alright, so I mean, yeah, Alexio so got a six. Well, yes, I did. 
Uh, yeah, with Alexia leading the way, you guys make it past the receptionist who doesn't even notice you guys, and you're inside the building. You didn't need to use the PDA for the first lock. Um, there's a hallway straight down leading to what Mib knows is the break room, and there's an elevator to your right. What are you, what are you guys up to? Uh, and Jeff wants us to use this PDA on, like, a terminal. Well, it airs that, but it, it all can also get you past two electronic locks. But only twice. Oh. So let's try the elevator and see yeah. where that leads to. Uh, uh, I believe we're actually supposed okay. to end up shooting yeah, whatever. It's definitely good to have a skeleton key, but I'm actually good with electronics. <laughs> yeah, but we also we actually have to choose our uh, uh, evolution traits now we've our shadow concerns evolved, huh? don't we? I guess we do? I like that. That's the part of the evolving. You get to choose your evolution traits and your evolution weight. Just basically how many traits you get, but higher weights give you, um, you know, like increased trouble and visibility and whatever later on. But yeah, because, yeah, in the main book, like under each, each of the evolved forms, there's a list of all the traits that you can get um and that yeah but there we go it's on page page 60 of the pdf yeah when you evolve various features your shadow can develop or evolution traits there's a list to pick from you get a certain number and it's based on whatever it is so it's like for the first one, like the, uh, for gore, you know, beast type, that's on page 63. Because, yeah, you get two free, and then you get one to three more of your choice. Okay, well, so, we didn't say if it was light, medium, or heavy, then. Yeah, uh, we're supposed to decide at the, at the time of evolution. Hmm. So. So, why don't you tell the audience okay. what you guys are picking? We'll start with Jen, because... She, uh, she can make choices like this rather easily, I think. I'm actually, my computer is taking a while to open the PDF. Uh, which which type do you have? Uh, I have the gore. I have the gore. Oh, the gore. Uh, gore. Okay. Yeah, and I'm a Nyx. I'm a, I'm a bug. Just ah, right here we go. To... Evolution. You want to go to page 63 of the PDF. <laughs> Let me get to it. So, yeah, for Gore, you automatically get uh, tenacity and a fine pouncing leap. And then, depending on how, how how evolved you want to be, you get one to three more of those. Okay. Ooh, I like the armor to get thick hide. Um, let's see. Yeah, medium. Yeah, so light, you get less trouble if everybody is light. Uh, but you can also, if you evolve light, you can heal, but we don't need that. Medium, you get two traits, no modifiers. And heavy, you get three traits, but it can increase the amount of trouble we get at the uh, end of the crisis. Um, and if you choose to make a heavy evolution, you also have to actually take one point of damage. So, oh, I like fierce but, roar. Oh, but, it's opening yeah. now. Okay. Uh, I like fierce roar and the um, armor, if that's possible. 
Whichever one is the name for the armor. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. fierce roar, thick hide, tenacity, and a fine pouncing leap. Fine is kind of like masterwork. You get a bonus on your roll when using that. Essentially, you know, it counts one one level stronger than usual. Okay, so I get pouncing uh, leap and tenacity for free, is what you're yeah. saying. Yeah, those okay. all always come with any gore that evolves at that level, and then yeah, okay. you get two more off the list, which you have the thick hide and the fierce roar. Yeah. So cool. we're doing evolutions. For what? So we're going medium evolutions? Uh, well, it's ultimate your choice, but we oh, okay. probably, you don't really need fine. You can go medium. You can go heavy if you want, but I mean, yeah, but probably I think you take go harm medium. if you go heavy. Yeah. Yeah. So you'll get both the free ones listed, um, and then you get, you know, for a medium, you would get two more. Cool. Which, and which page would yours be on? Yeah, for the Ursic says page 87. May as well get medium evolution then. Because we're not harmed. Yes. The cat is trying to break out of my son's bedroom. It is hilarious. She knows how to open doors. She's figured out how to pull them open. I automatically get sensory antennas and... uh, the segmented glider wings. Okay. Nice. And the sensory antenna are also listed as fine. Yep. Uh, I'm already forgetting what that means, but... Uh, it, has, it counts as one, one power level higher than default. So we're... Right now we're all, like, power level one. So whatever we do is, you know, at level one. Uh, fine gives you plus one on that, so the, you know that anything using those would count as level two. So using notice and or things like that, you know, you would you would get you would be better. Um, okay. Uh, I think I'll also oh. get the armor. I think I'll get the dense chitin, and then. Uh, let's go with compound eyes. Okay, make sure you guys note your new abilities. And then there was one, Mib. I am looking over the list here, and all right. So I have my free fine sickle-shaped claws and a free chameleon hide. So, you know, it's dark green and gray, but I can definitely change that around. And then I'm thinking, you know what? Uh, let's let's definitely go overboard with both whip-like tail and spiked tail. Okay. So, very agile, effective tail with spikes on it, because you know that's fun. Alrighty, GM management complete. Onwards to what we were doing. Okay, elevator on the right. Break room going forward. Which one do you go for? 
Elevator. Elevator. Alrighty. Uh, I say elevator. All six of you go into this elevator because Mib was not loaded. Sorry, Mib. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, you enter an elevator. And luckily for you, there are four options. Basement. Ground floor. Office. Lab. Mm. Oh, Where do we think well, a console's gonna be? I think it's probably the lab. That's what the probably the lab. Right? You press the lab button, and then a keypad pops up asking for a passcode. What do you do? I whip out the PDA. Well, I whip out the yeah. PDA. Yep. You hold Pull it up. The PDA flashes, yep. and immediately one, two, three, four appears on the keypad. Bing. And I'm going to. His palm and wait, wait the password was one, two, three, four. That's the kind of password an idiot would have on his luggage. They were hiding in audacity, apparently. And uh, up we go. Entering the lab, you see it's pretty much the typical scientist lab you expect. There's beakers, there's computers. Um, here's the thing that would catch your attention and alarm you, probably. In a glass case, you know how. In cartoons and so-and-so, sound waves are pictured as those little rings, like echolocation and so-and-so. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. Those sorts yes. of energy rings are being fired onto a crystal ovuloid shape that you guys recognize as a Shatterkin egg. Oh, no. Oh, man. And you can hear We it. are going to have to deal with that as soon as we get this on a console. And that, okay. that's coming with us. You can hear okay. the egg making noises and that it's being fed into the pillar beneath it. So you found what's might be causing the rampaging, at least, or at least in part. Uh, uh, I think okay. one good thing to know, I think I'm going to keep Snowy by the door so he can just kind of keep watch. Because he's, he's got the antenna, he's got the eyes, he's also, um, what was his special, uh, he also has shatter senses, so he'll know when anyone, when any enemies get nearby. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Um, so, so we see this, you know, projecting, projecting rays, and they say, are there any people around? Are there any humans? No. Or, or, or any other, uh, Shadokin or other, you know, like, you know, yeah, looking... You know, quick glance around, no no visible threats. This sounds like no, a notice rule to me, Mip. Go ahead. Uh, okay. Um, I'm going to... Uh, and this appears to be some sort of gun that's projecting these these beams. Yeah. Huh? Um, okay. Uh, Ultrazar, wreck it! No, oh, did you roll notice first for the people thing? Oh, I guess I should roll. That's what I just said, sorry. Thing. Yeah, oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, is a four, which is a, you know, medium, a success with a complication. Okay, medium. yeah, you notice the toy laser gun that's firing the energy, but you don't notice anything else. Uh, interesting. Do you want to go put that on the console, and then we can figure out what else we need to do? Let's get that dealt with first. Yeah. Okay. I'll yeah, go put the PDA on the console. I'm gonna see if I if there's any way I can figure out how to like deactivate it. That sounds like a tinker roll to me. That's beautiful because I'm actually good at tinker. I'm very good at tinker actually. I have, I have two in it. Nice. Uh. 
That's one. That's not going to matter. Um, make sure you guys mark the, mark your abilities down on your actual character sheets. I know I give you access to them. Uh, good. Okay. That's actually a six. The other options were a one and a three, so I'm glad I I'm glad I automatically take the highest. <laughs> um, Onyx. Yes. These people are idiots. They put oh, no. uh, the the there's actually programs labeled lower a lower egg casing and halt energy ray. Okay. <laughs> These people are idiots. Yay. So no sooner do you press it, and as the PDA is downloading, um, does someone go to grab the egg? D- uh, what? <laughs> does what? You cut out. You cut out. Okay, so the PDA is downloading. On uh-huh. his character, that's a console. Does someone go to grab the egg? I do. I'll go grab the egg. Okay, apricot. You're about to grab <laughs> the egg when suddenly fluttering out of nowhere comes... It's not a Shatterkin. It's an owl-based robot. It's a robot that looks like an owl. You've seen this before. This robot is usually an accompaniment of two Red Orbit employees, whom everyone has also helpfully nicknamed the Loser Duo. Um, oh. Please describe, oh God. please describe the Loser Duo. Are they male? Are they female? Are one male? Is one female? Are they both males? What? One of each. Yeah, one of each. One of each. I know where this is going. Yes, it is. And if you interrupt me, Alexia, I will never forgive you. Because no sooner do you you see this, then suddenly there was a spotlight on one of the walls. Okay, for the record, I would just like to point out um, Snowy Shatter senses. He would know ahead of time. Yes, which is why as soon as the robot appears, you hear Snowy make a noise. And then there's a spotlight on the far wall of the room, and spinning into place is a man holding a tulip. And then spinning into another place is a woman. Oh. And they say, how big is, <clears throat> Wait, how big is her hair? Alexio? Alexio? Hush. Hush you. If you guys interrupt what I'm about to say, do next, I will never forgive you. <clears throat> the man goes, Prepare yourself for doom. The woman goes, Embrace the gloom. Safeguard our world. Create the wondrous pearl, and they're posing. <laughs> to, to make a true gem shine bright. To take what is ours by divine right. Blake. Aisha. Fear Red Orbit's might! Dun, 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 dun. You're welcome. <laughs> I'm dying. I, I'm dying. Conmichael is just going to, like, like, turn over to the others and go, did I actually see that? Or am I hallucinating? We are either progressively having a joint hallucination or this is actually happening. <laughs> <laughs> Ever since the Shatter Can have turned up, the world has gotten very anime and cartoonish. Here we are. I really hope I can find the right music for that. Okay. So there's, there's, there should be plenty. As you can find it. Well, I use a specific studio, but anyways, um, okay. So as you guys are, uh, remarking on this, there's a ping from the PDA as it's finished downloading the data, and then the yep. robot zoom fl- flutters over to a another boxy shaped rectangle, lands on top of it, somehow merges with it, and then said what? robot sprouts cannons and starts shooting tennis balls at you guys. 
Uh, let's see. Here. Grab the PDA and the egg and run. I'm grabbing the egg still. I'm still. I didn't stop trying to grab it, even though we all had this wonderful hallucination together. I'm yeah. still grabbing the egg. Hold on one yeah. second. Yeah. I have to look up uh, how taking damage rolls in this game goes. Do, 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 do. Yeah, and Blossom is growling. Wait. Wait. Okay, I actually have a very good idea. Oh, Blossom wants to kill that bird. Oh. <laughs> uh, I had told Ultrazar to go and wreck the uh, the laser. Well, Onyx beat you to turning it off, so yeah. Yeah, I already turned it off. Yeah. And oh, okay. the force field, and they, they didn't program their things correctly. No, they did not. These people are idiots. <laughs> Quite obviously. One, two, three, four. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Sorry, hold on. I'm looking up how taking harm works in this game. Let's see. Now. Sorry, I know this is boring radio. I probably should have looked this up ahead of time when I knew the robot fight was going to be happening, but meh. Oh. That's what editing's for. <laughs> harm is Gemcorn's stream. Shadow King did not take harm with the people do. It's taking physical damages and cursed train on their gem core. No death. Okay. Uh, both types. Action roll, home roll, fortune roll, resistance roll. Mm, okay. Where's Gemcorn's stream then? It's on. Yeah, the the sheets don't seem super complete in roll, unfortunately. Uh, yeah, that was my yeah. fault. I was the one who put those up. Okay, that's right. But um, like yeah, looking at the PDF of the sheets, um, you know, it's uh, basically it's six point track. The first two no penalties. The next two you're at minus one power. Uh, five is minus one D, six is down, and seven is completely shattered. Ah, okay, I think but... I've got it. Resisting consequence, yeah. when your character does some... Okay, yeah, this sounds like a consequence of rolling up a resistance roll. Uh, do 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 One second, I'm like, fine, resistance roll. Sorry, this is going to be... Yeah. Oh, Jim how much... Yeah, how much damage things actually do. Okay. Hmm. This is a level. Oh, here we go. Do, 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 do. Successful plus power, complication. This is definitely a level one for controlled uh, role, so. Okay. Um. Sorry, this is my first time and I'm trying to make sure I get... Oh, here we go. Resistance. Resistance. Da, 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 da. Okay, I'm assuming you all are going to just do start dodge dodging the tennis balls, yes? Yep. Okay, yeah. make a resistance roll. You pick an insight. Mm -hmm. You pick an attribute. Insight, power, or resolve. So you roll that. Um, because of this, this is definitely prowess because you're dodging physically. So roll. Yeah. So each of you roll prowess. Okay. Uh, and your rating in that would be how many different skills you have points in in that. So, like, I have 
Braiding and Brawl and Prowl, so my prowess is two di two dice. Okay, so then I get two dice as well, because I have a Blast and a Prowl. Yeah. Doesn't matter how high they are, just how many different ones you have. Okay. Oh, okay, because in my Brawl I have two, so then that would mean I roll three? Uh, no, it's how, how many different skills. So if you have Brawl, it's uh -huh. right zero. It doesn't matter what the number it's on, it's zero. Do you have any others that in Underfrost that are above zero? Do you have any Blast, any no. or any no. Rush? Then your no. Prowess rating is one. Oh, okay. So I yeah. roll one die? You get one whole die, unfortunately. A five. In this case, the number is specifically. Oh, I got a one. I got a one. I got three and a five. I'll take. I'll take what I can get. You got a five. Yep. Yep. I have yeah. a five. That's my highest. Man, what'd you get? I got six. Okay. Man, oh, you got a one and a six. <laughs> Maybe uh, mark one trust. Exhaust one trust on your sheet. Yeah. Uh, Fenry, mark five trust on your sheet. And Alexil uh, exhausts three trusts. Okay, that's uh okay. So you guys are dodging, but um, yeah, these tennis ball-looking things—they do hit your shatterkin somewhat. Um, oh. but the good news is now you can retaliate. Wait, Wait if they hit the shatterkin, I have uh the dense chit and I have a natural armor. What does natural armor do again? I oh. forget. Okay, then I have it right here. If you have armor, you can mark armor box to. Okay. And then you can mark an armor box to reduce or avoid a consequence instead of rolling to resist. So never mind, you don't take anything, Alexiel. Yeah. yeah. Woo! But then the armor is used up. It's only it's only usable once per session. Okay. And then the only other way to supplement is with like element charges and other other methods. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, insect. I also have carapace if that comes to it. Right. Um. Yeah. Since Alexio has armor, it sounds like his Shatterkin is in the position to do something. What are you going to do? Uh, I was gonna say, uh, can we do an ice blast on like where it's firing from, and like basically clog, basically clog it? <laughs> that sounds to me like a trino like element. Every okay, Shatterkin has a reserve of elemental power they can draw from. You can spend one charge of elemental power in order to channel element to boost an action. When you do, be sure to... Oh, wait, no, that's not it. Uh... Does I get the... What? Because we're evolved forms, so I have the... The, um, elemental... The ener I have the energy bolt, so... Yeah. Okay. That's okay. channel element at range. Then... If, if I have to do blast, I do have a dice for that. Okay, that does sound like your attack thing, so go ahead and roll it. Okay. Yeah. I have dice and blast. Uh, oh, that's a one in a six. That's a high number that counts, so. It's yeah. the high number that counts. Okay, hold on one second. Okay, this dice is going to dice jail. It keeps trying to roll ones. I'm, 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 I'm sending that one to dice jail. Neb. Roll play uh -huh. out to Lexiel's attack. What do you do? Okay. Well, uh, so Snowy here, um... You know, being fairly also is trying to hide behind desks, uh, furniture, lab equipment, primarily. Uh, since it's the right moment, it just pops up above that and takes a deep breath and just projects this ray of frost 
straight at them, smacking it right in right in the chest. Where the tennis balls is coming out of? Okay. Yeah. Causing it, causing it to immediately frost over. The machine pauses as it's frozen, and then it starts shaking, and then bang! It kind of, it doesn't explode necessarily, but there is certainly a burst, and the machine kind of slumps over. And then, uh, I think I named the male Blake. Blake kind of goes, hey! And, uh, that sounds like an opportunity for someone else to do something. Uh, let's see, that was- Hey yourself! Hey yourselves over there! Uh, so, Jen or Mib, what do we want- Oh wait, Jen's grabbing the egg, so this sounds like a Mib thing. Mib, what are you ordering? Uh, I want Ultrazar to destroy. Oh no. This is what Ultrazar is generally good at. Uh. Yeah. What are you going to use for this? Um, that, I mean, I, ideally, I, you know, I guess attack with their claws, just ru rush at them. Well, I meant, like, yeah. in the game, what, what are you rolling? Oh, that's, that's Brawl. Okay, roll me Brawl, that's, then. That, that's definitely Brawl. Yeah. Sure, I can get that a Brawl. Seriously, a four? It could be worse. Could be worse. So it succeeds, but there's consequence. You know, something else happens, or it doesn't go as well, or... Okay, you yeah. take out Blake, but Aisha uh, is pressing a button on the radio, and I'm going to start a uh, clock. Oof. Oof. Oof, oof. Okay. I, I have an clock. idea what that's going to be. Okay. To start a clock. Oh, boy. Yeah, I have an idea what that clock is going to be. Okay. I'll know which clock it'll be. Uh, and now it's Jen's turn. Uh, Jen's grabbed the egg. What else are you doing, Jen? Um, I would like Blossom to shoot some electricity at the one with the radio that just started the clock. <laughs> what, what are you going to roll for this? Like, what action? Um, it sounds like a blast. Probably a blast is what I'm thinking, and I only have one in that, so... I mean, if you have a dice, that's actually two dice. Nope, yeah. I don't. I don't. I only um, have one. Well, your blast is, blast is at zero? Yeah, it's at zero. Okay. So, one die. Out of five. You succeed, uh, but there's a consequence. Please. Okay, I'm going to up the clock by one, but you successfully taken out Aisha and the radio. Yay. Okay, so... so. Okay, so <laughs> radio's got zapped. Well, oh, wait. Is, it, I was about to say, is it? Like, is it still emitting a signal that's like, you know, SOS? It broke as it fell on the floor. But okay. I, rather, I should say, um... Oh, wait, who's... Do, 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 do. Let's Maybe they'll just think they're dumb yeah, we'll and not We'll um, play uh, Blossom. What are they doing? Uh, uh, and UK, you want her to shoot lightning, right? Yeah, she shoots lightning, yep. Yeah, so I think it's like that, I think it, like there's a big growl and like the static starts kind of charging um, mm -hmm. for her before like she kind of like takes her paws together and kind of slams on the ground as like an arc of lightning goes at Aisha. Okay, that's what happens. 
Uh, and Aisha is out on the floor. Blake is out. The radio is smashed. Jen has the egg. I'm assuming uh, Onyx grabs the PDA. What are you guys doing oh. now? Running. Please, <laughs> he can't do anything, even if he wanted to. Okay, you're, you're teasing it then. Uh, let's see. I think this is. Let me see what this says. Let's see. Search. Oh, we forgot about the receptionist. <laughs> That's okay. We'll run by. Just bye. Thanks. We had a great time. Okay. Creep action. <laughs> Roll me rush. Oh, God. Rush. Oh, no. The brush? Is it premium? I don't have rush. Oh, no, that's a two. Well, this is a grip action. It's a four for me. Mip, please bring us and home. Then... Onyx is a fat. damn it, it's a one. <laughs> You're oh. supposed to be the sporty one. I, I don't have rush. I have prowl and brawl. Okay, that's a five. But, you do but, it, but, um... There's a problem. If that clock is what I think it is, that might just finish just in time for us to have to deal with it. If we get outside, I have an idea. <laughs> I have an idea, and it could work, because it's a skill I'm good at. Okay. You rush past the receptionist, and she does see which way you guys are running, but this is only three out of four of the clock. Um, okay, so you guys have made it outside. Alexiel, okay, okay. your idea. Is she chasing us? No. But she okay. is on the phone. Um. Okay. So we know there's Shatterkin in the area going wild, probably because this egg was kidnapped. Well, more like it was more like it was the energy being released on it was making a sound that they were using to drive the Shatterkin wild. You think at this point? But yes. Okay. Uh, but now that's stopped. Can I try to make some, like, Shatterkin calls to, like, attract some wild Shatterkin to the Red Orbit base? <laughs> That's a good idea. Make You're them like, attack like, it. This is Shatter Talk. <laughs> yes, I know. That's what I was hoping for. I have a two in it. <laughs> Go ahead. Nice. Yeah, that's a six, a five, and a three. That's a six. <laughs> So ridiculous. You make some fake ass bird, pardon my French, but yes, you make some fake ass bird calling noises that brings out some, uh, I think it's ver type shutter? Yeah. the avians? Yep. Yeah. 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 the avians. Yep. Yeah. Some ver type shatterkin who descend on the building just as the final, just as the backup arrives and you guys make your getaway. Get out. You do that thing in Legend of Zelda where you stick the cuckoos on people. I did. Uh, that's what my goal was. My goal was to do the, get the cuckoo attack got started. Okay. And we all know how the cuckoo attacks go in Legend of Zelda. Okay. For anyone who can't see my face, yeah. I am very much traumatized by the cuckoos from Legend of Zelda. <laughs> Oh no! Yeah, no, they they were uh, that. It, it was great thing for them to include, but yeah, no, they're kind of scary. But yeah, um, but yeah, we're ah, like, running is. for it, and I'm gonna be like, all right, I'll just jump on my back. 
like kind of heavy, and I'm gonna you know get on my bike, get away. I'm not gonna make you guys well for that. Resolution time. After each crisis, complete the following steps: rewards, trouble, repercussions, and friendship rings. I'm going to give you guys rewards late, um, last. Trouble. Your gem hearts and their shadow do not exist in a vacuum. They have a full life at home, playing a role with their family, school, and community. When they regularly disappear to deal with the crisis, someone might take notice. What if someone sees them at the scene of the crisis? What if someone catches their shadow kid hiding in their backpack? What if a syndicate agent tracks the gem hearts back to their homes? Trouble follows every crisis that your gem heart responds to. After the crisis is resolved, the party takes trouble according to the nature of the crisis. Uh. This is one trouble. Yeah, this is one trouble. So go ahead and mark one trouble on the trouble mark meter. On your friend's sheet, I believe. Uh, repercussions. Once you determine how much trouble, let's see. This would be... Yeah, this is just mischief. So, um... People raise a fuss looking for some kids who are apparently missing at a quote-unquote private facility. And... Because of your, it's known you guys have Shatterkin bonds with them. Um, you guys are questioned, but can I get like cameos or stills of the camera scenes of you guys just lying your way out of that? Because we're just kids. You couldn't have possibly have done what you said we did. So can I get? Uh, so Mib, we'll start with you. Can we? Can you describe like a scene of you fudging your way past this truth? Fighting my way past. Oh, I, I'm being questioned about this. Yes, Am I? Yes. It's wait, wait, wait. What? Some something happened? Well, what? I I thought that was campground. You're saying there's a building there? I, I've been camping in so long. That's great, but I mean, I wasn't there. Sorry, but like, if the campground is all rough, I can't ride my bike there. It's bumpy. I'd fall down. Okay, that will work for you. I like to go. I was in my room all day. I don't. I don't know what what happened. And Jen was up in in my tree fort. I I I don't know what what's going on. Okay. Somebody did something. You have a tree for it. <laughs> My parents okay. helped us build it. There is a home phase, but I'm going to skip that because that's not because there's not really much point to that. However, there is something else. Um. Oh wait. Well, actually, you know what? We'll circle back to the home phase in a second. As the time is recording, Shattercam, which is still in development, has released a new thing. <clears throat> I speak of refuge. Although the human population was shocked and dismayed at the arrival of Shatterkin into our world, it is the Shatterkin themselves who are in the most danger. They've been forced to flee their home into a strange new world, reviled and feared as monsters by the local populace, and hunted down by the crooked syndicates. Shatterkin are in truth refugees, in desperate need of a safe place to call their home. To this end, you build your very own Shatterkin refuge. Your refuge is a safe place for the kids and their companion Shatterkin, as well as for any wild Shatterkin they bring in or that they rescue from the clutches of the vile syndicates. For the kids, it serves as a hangout place, a base of operations, and a place to lay low when in trouble as well as playing a major role in the gameplay cycle and the, the development of your whole party. For the Refuge Shatterkin, it's home. And Jeff has helped you find an abandoned farmhouse. Or rather, abandoned farmstead. Please, does the barnstead, does the, does the place have a silo? Is it just a barn? The place have, does have a pond, I'll give you that for free. So, what do you guys, so, describe your refuge for me. 
Is it just a barn, or is there a bit more to it? We could do something with the with the farmhouse, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So to, uh, Decent sized farmhouse, probably just rancher style, but uh, oh, there would be a backyard. Definitely. Oh, there's definitely. a lot of yard. It's a farm. It's a farm. There's a lot of yard. Yeah. <laughs> there's I a swing set. There's a swing set. <laughs> definitely going to start work on an obstacle course. Oh wait. Or the shattered cat. Here it is. The default refuge yeah, is known go. as the barnyard, an old abandoned barn, and a little bit of land around it. Sorry, I probably should have. I, I probably should have said that. What's yeah. pulling? Sorry, my bad. No. It's a secluded, safe place for the shattered kingdom to make a home. The barnyard is represented with a grid map, which you can fill in with the various facilities you upgrade with. Your refuge doesn't have to be built in the barnyard, however. You're welcome to the front. Oh, never mind. So yeah, it does look that. Okay. Um, but there, like I said, there is a pond. And no sooner do you guys get there than Jen, the crystal egg in your yep. arms vibrates, and out pops a little manta ray, a shatter, shaped shatterkin. It's a marine type. Wonderful! I'll run it over to the pond and put it inside the pond. You put it in, and the little manta ray splashes about happily. Yay! We saved it! Yeah. We did good! Okay. <laughs> now we move on to the home phase. Uh, the gym hunts have lived full lives outside of their adventures with their shotgun. They go home, do chores, play outside, go to school, and more. The part of the gym hunt life is represented in the home phase. The home phase consists of home activity and free play. Uh, home activities are figure shotgun, build characters to restore trust and strengthen your bond, play with your shotgun to teach them new things, get a trouble to reduce the attention your friends have attracted, listen around and remain vigilant about the going on in the run town. Or work on a product that will take some time. Um, so easy, you get the single home activity. Uh, we'll start with Jen. What are you up to? I am going to be swinging on the swing set because I know I've got one in my own yard too. Because I love swinging, and I I have a little spot on my lap that I keep Blossom in, and she loves to swing. She loves to go really, really high. This sounds so that's like our playing favorite with your shotgun. Okay. Yeah, uh, it's planned. Mark one next season. So at the bottom of each of the skill categories, like the bottom of res resolve and whatever, there are a bunch of little diamonds. You get to mark one. Yay! You choose one, and they basically, yeah. Once once that fills up, you you know you get an improvement, and you get to add one to any one of the skills in that category. So, okay. That's okay. how it works. Cool. There are other ways you can earn it to be. What do you think? Uh, uh, mine is definitely uh, definitely going to fall under playing with the Shadowkin because I definitely need to. It's an obstacle course. Okay. You know, so, I, mean, oh, I mean, Ultimate Ninja Ultrazar, right? So we get anyway. um, you at the refuge, like working on the obstacle course and playing with the Ultra Czar while the Manta Ray watches happily and splashes in the pond. Okay, go ahead, Mark oh, one yeah. Oh, absolutely. And Alexia, what is your character up to? Uh, you know what? That program uh, Jeff made to get to get us in that was probably really helpful. And you know, if we weren't dealing with the loser people, that probably would have been harder to get in. Can I like? replicate the program that on... That sounds like work on a project. 
Yes. Okay. On like one of my own devices, so we can. Project, either a brand new one or an already existing one. Describe what your character does to advance the project clock and roll one of your actions. Mark segments on the clock according to your results. Okay. Uh, this sounds like a. Well, yeah, you do have a tinker. Yeah, this is tinker, but this is about a four-stage clock. So go ahead and roll. Okay. Three, four, six. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. the correct. One okay. six or two sixes? Oh. Just a single six. That's uh, uh, a success. Sorry. No. I, didn't get, I didn't get two sixes. I only got one. Yeah. Okay. I wish yeah. I did, though. Okay. That's three you... ticks on the clock. Yeah, that's three ticks on the four-star clock. Okay. Uh, project. So you've mostly got it figured out. Get the... Get the lockpick program essentially ready so we have it if we have to do something else. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. And it is on those scenes that we zoom out um, the town of Fernwood as our Shatterkin one shot has come to a close. Thanks for listening, everyone. Yeah. And with me are my have- lovely cast, as always, Jen. Hi, just Jen again. Mib. <laughs> what, what? Mib, we're doing our clothing outro. Yeah, uh, it's me. I'm Mib, but my friends call me Mib, so, yeah, whatever uh, works. Uh, and Alexiel. Hi, I am Alexiel. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry for, for bullying Crest with good rolls again. <laughs> and then there's me, Crest, the GM. Uh, stay tuned for our next One Shot or D&D episode. Uh, bye! Bye. Bye. Play a game. Shatterkin Evolution was made by Scribbles and Dice and can be found on Itch.io. We play this game on Playroll.com. The music and sound effects come from Monument Studios and were paid for personal usage. This podcast is powered by Spotify for podcasters. Thanks for listening.